0: Welcome to the Country Chats podcast with me, Sandra Ganley, social dance teacher and lover of all things in the Irish country music scene. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Country Chats podcast with me, Sandra Ganley. I'm delighted to be here with a lovely lady today for episode three of series five. And she is all the way down south, down the south of the country in County Wexford. I'm up here in Mayo and I'm delighted to meet Stacey Breen for the first time and have the chats today. Stacey, you're very welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Sandra. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm delighted. Is it raining where you are? <laughs> uh-
1: just about it's about to start i think so
0: it's rotten it's absolutely rotten uh oh, weather in we've the had past awful winter. we've had yeah. awful
1: weather last. it's not weekend.
0: great and you have an agricultural show at the weekend so fingers I
1: crossed i know it's i have the Tin healy show coming up now and with derek ryan and people are saying it's going to be a washout and last year was just as bad it was absolutely teeming and it was sure everybody still came out and enjoyed it and all the dancers came out in their ponchos and they they didn't care like they want just wanted to come out for the day but for the likes of the stalls and stuff like you'd feel sorry for them because all their stuff was getting absolutely drowned and we all got drowned we all got soaked michael english was on it last year and we we were all soaked from head to toe (laughs) but it was good crack at the end of the day it was it was really good
0: everyone got on with it yeah and will you be in on a in a marquee or on a big stage or how does it work down there
1: so I'm actually on the big main stage. So it's Trees and the Stars will be on before me and then I'll be on um before Derek Ryan for half an hour. So it'll be a great afternoon if the weather stays fine. You never you just can't depend on the weather these days, especially in July. It's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be our summer, but it's we're not getting it.
0: <laughs> it's not happening. So you'll be dry either way, but you'll probably have the wellies with you just in case.
1: I, oh, God, I will. I'll have the poncho and the wellies and all ready to go if I have to.
0: So that's, that's a really big show down your way, isn't it? That'd be one of the biggest ones.
1: Yeah, that'd be one of the biggest ones. And then we've also the total show as well, which is I'm on that with David James on the twenty. And I of am as well.
0: So I'll be yes, seeing you there. Right. Yeah, right. so there we go. Our first gig together. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking so forward to that. That'd
1: be, uh, that'd be another big agricultural show. And then the like festivals down here would be the Wexford Race course and, and um, the Bree Country Music Fest, which I can say that I've booked for next year.
0: Thank god good stuff <laughs> gigs are year. already coming in for next year that's a good sign yeah um great so that that's good news that's good to hear so are you from wexford town yourself Stacey, or are you whereabouts are you based
1: i am actually based in a little village called ferns a shack it's just about 30 minutes outside of wexford i'm actually on the gory side as we say but uh, a little village full of musicians full of people who love music the davits Seven Dava brothers grew up here and the Minahan brothers grew up here and there's a band called Trademark and there's loads of musicians here in Ferns and I kind of took the pat at country music. The rest are kind of um all genres, but I've always loved country music, so I knew that was something that I wanted to pursue in life.
0: And you're definitely pursuing it because uh, you've just out of nowhere over the last few years, you just arrived on the scene with a bang. Like there was no kind of slow and steady. I feel from like we've never met, but obviously I, I've, I've seen you at different gigs over the years. I've seen you at the driving championships this year, but you you just arrived with a bang. It was like, yeah, like oh,
1: Stacey's here now happened. and she's flying it. Yeah, like I've been on her road quite a bit. I think I started when I was 14. I'm 20, 21 now. So it's been a while, but it takes a long time for somebody's name to get out there and especially a woman. I am going to say that. It takes I a agree. long time. It's it's tough for us ladies out there. We all have to stick together at the end of the day. But yeah, I kind of just, when COVID hit, I kind of just sat back and said, right, what can I do to put a smile on somebody's face? What can I do? So I did a Facebook, Facebook Lives every week. And that's really how, Everything started from from COVID to now. How much I've done? It really started from COVID. I have to say, I know COVID was probably terrible, and it was terrible for everybody. But it did me a massive favor as well, with um followers online, and I am um, meeting new people and talking to new people and recording new songs, different songs. It just it really worked for me. And then when everything lifted, the phone calls just didn't stop. And I'm just very grateful for it all. It's just, it's, it's very, very good. I'm just very happy.
0: No, it sounds good. And it's good to hear a positive story coming out of COVID. So yeah, you, I suppose, dances started back and you were, you were there. You, it was like, oh, Stacey's here, ready to go. So, I mean, as you said, it is hard as a female in general in the country music scene. But from my observations, there's a lot of up and coming lads your age you know early 20s but there's not that many up-and-coming females and you are flying it with the gigs like you are you're out most nights of the week like and you're doing the social dances you know some up-and-coming singers are not doing the social dances you are like you're flying it
1: when like I decided like when I was going back on the road and and I kind of decided that I still do pubs I still do my pub gigs and stuff but um eventually the dance route and maybe with a band behind me one day would be the the route I'd love to go down because the atmosphere that you get. Now, I love doing my pub gigs, but when I walk into like a Bardatton or Shalala or anywhere around that I do the dances in and the atmosphere that the dancers give you when you're singing, it's just, it's something else. You know, it's, it is something else. I love playing dances and yeah, they're they're going really well, actually. I'm doing quite a lot more dances than I've actually ever planned to do and uh, it must be a good team because i'm getting phone calls left right and center for dances as well especially during the week like i would mainly be a gigger of a, at a weekend but i'm getting gigs now during the week which this is what i want this is everything i like put my effort and my work in towards is having just loads of gigs because i just love it anybody who's seen it? me i just absolutely love being on stage and i'd sing for hours if I could I know saw only about a two-hour show or whatever but I would sing for longer than that I would
0: you can tell by just watching you and well listening and watching you talk you can tell you absolutely love it. like um, yeah. that's just, that's brilliant it's a breath of fresh air to see that and is this have you made this into your full-time gig or have you another job or what's the story there
1: no so music is full-time um, I did work in a boutique, uh, throughout COVID, Mary Elizabeth Boutique, just up a, in a little village called Bonclaudy, um, and I worked throughout there throughout COVID and stuff, and just to get a bit of income coming in, as you know, we were all struggling at the time, but then, yeah, music is full time, so I would be out four to five nights a week now, which is, which is good.
0: That is brilliant. You can probably, for those of you listening, I have a big grin across my face because I'm just so happy to see another young female in her twenties, and I'm I've just left my twenties. But anyway, we'll go with that. And um, but to see another female who's so young making it their full time gig, I mean, there's not many your age in the country music scene that can say that. So that's absolutely brilliant. um yeah. fair place, Yeah,
1: that's yeah. There's not many like you know. I could probably count a handful. That's yeah. That's with me. At- my age like it's it's we're very scarce that's scarce. i'm delighted no
0: it's great to hear and when you say you worked you worked in a boutique was that a clothes boutique
1: clothes boutique yeah so So is that where all
0: is this where all your fabulous clothes choices come out because you are very stylish your makeup first of all can we take a minute for the makeup like Oh, my God, the glam of it. Your eyes are always done fabulously. You need to go onto Instagram and check out Stacey's eye makeup. It's class. Um, But then your clothes. I mean, you've got some serious outfits. There. And as a performer, anyway, you need to have a certain, I suppose, amount of uh, gunas and, and outfits in the wardrobe Absolutely. for stage. But you're probably into it anyway. And I suppose working in the boutique kind of went with that, did it?
1: Yeah well like when I was younger I grew up with two brothers and when I was younger I was I was a tomboy I will admit that I would sit in tracksuits and jerseys and I played camogie and I Irish danced and I did all the above and when like the singing started I kind of had to learn how to do it all myself so I just sat down here you know because it's pretty expensive you know paying for makeup and spray tans and all this jazz like so I just had to sit down and learn myself how to do it so i do everything myself i do my hair makeup tan. pick well mammy picks outfits now i have to give mam or Joe there she (laughs) just loves fashion she has a great sense of style and it's been passed down to me her style has been passed down to me a small bit mam is a real funky style she loves like do you know the blazers i wear if anybody sees the blazers from candy boutique like they'd be my style and mam's style we all love that kind of graffiti and just a I wouldn't say a weird style but it kind of is, it kind of is like I Nobody Perfect. else kind of dresses I try to dress like like myself and not like everybody else so I'm I know noticed then when I walk into a room if you know what I'm saying and um yeah so we found Candy Boutique then uh about a year and a half ago and they asked me to be their brand ambassador so I said yes to that and that's where all my blazers and my leather pants and my boots and shoes and headbands they all come from candy boutique in wexford so but yeah i love just getting ready i love the the feet the way it makes you feel like as i said on on an instagram reel one time is it's just the way it makes you feel like if you put a bit of makeup on you or anything like that it makes you feel good and that's why i love doing it now and and loads of people ask me to how do you do this and how do you do that and i'm like oh i i'm not really like that type of person but <laughs> sure we'll give it a go so i do have a couple of reels up and people are enjoying them so i might do a few more you never know
0: that can be your homework now this evening you can go and do another yeah. one yeah um uh,
1: but isn't it great so you've your mom your mum is your
0: stylist so um yes. i don't know have you come across this phrase but myself and my sister because we we danced for years so my mom would have been bring, bringing us to gigs so we call her our momager yeah <laughs> yeah so that's so you've a momager as well they're great they're I'm multi well.
1: multi-talented
0: multi-functional yeah.
1: absolutely <laughs> um, and dad, dad comes with me on the road you see he's the road so he comes and sets up the gear and and takes it down have to give him his due too like he i wouldn't be able to do anything without him really and without my entire family i've been very very supportive and everybody's been just fantastic over the few years so
0: that's great so it's been a very positive um a positive start and were you always singing like I suppose we've, we've talked about kind of starting things off at, at COVID and then it took a, a bang but you said you were singing before that as well were you singing growing up as well and all that kind of thing
1: yeah like I've always kind of been very musical my two brothers had a band when they were younger and I I always sat on the sofa in the sitting room just looking at them play they would have been into the likes of Green Day and um, you know Blink 182 all the rock bands and I see I, I'm a bit of a metalhead, myself, you know, I love all the different genres of music as well. But but yeah, I was kind of always musical, like I started singing in church uh, when I was in primary school and my principal came looking for singers and I was very shy at the time. And my late granddad used to say, sure, all they can do is say no. All they can do is just no, not this time. So I went and I auditioned for a song for my first Holy Communion. And lo and behold, I I got a solo. (laughs) And it really started from there. I always have felt comfortable singing in church anyway. So no matter when I go back to church, it's always been somewhere in my heart anyway. It's, it's a it's a comfort zone for me. But my principal at the time came to mom and dad and said, you know, you should try do something. Maybe, you know, she is able to sing. So um, a lady down my way, Michelle Donahue is her name. We went that mom and dad brought me down. She was a vocal coach at the time. And then um, brought me down and the two of them said, now if she can't sing, you may tell us because we're not going to pay whatever it was at the time if she can't sing because it's not worth it. So I went in anyway and I sang Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. And it was one of my favourite songs at the time. And Michelle came out and she said, "Yep, yeah, she can sing, I'll take her on. So I did singing lessons for 12 years. I did all my exams. I'm actually qualified to be a vocal coach myself now. Hmm. But I actually just haven't had the time to to open I actually opened my school at the wrong time I opened in February 2020 and then everything closed in March of 2020 so and I actually haven't had the time to sit down and find out if I'm ever going to open it back up or not but I still have my students they're still coming at me saying are you opening back up or what's the story like but one day I'll get there again anyway I'll open it up but that's really how it started and I sang and just kept singing and I loved musicals. I loved the West End and musical theatre growing up. I really thought I was going to go down that route. And then my granddad showed me Slim Whitman and Patsy Cline and Tammy Manette and and George Jones and just Roy Joacham and Don Williams and all the older singers. And I kind of just fell into a pattern then of listening. When I got to 12, 13, I fell into a pattern then of listening to those singers. And then... There was a competition going on, I think. I think it was in Escorty at the time. and Grandad said, sure, why don't you go in it and just see what happens? I I was severely bullied growing up as well, you know. And I just didn't have the confidence whatsoever to go into this competition. And whatever came into my head, I said, you know what, sure, let's give it a go. And it, it all started from there. I got a chance to record a song. I came second in the competition, and that's when I recorded "When I Look at You," and that was my debut single. That's eight years ago now. So,
0: bad. You're mad. That's a, it's a it's a mad story, and it's funny how you say that you were bullied, and I was actually bullied as well. But isn't it funny how looking back? now you know we're in the public eye we're out like i'd be out teaching big numbers of classes you know i'd be okay. out doing gigs as an irish dancer you you're out performing to to people as well because it's a funny looking back if someone told us well you're i suppose 10 years ago for you and maybe 20 years ago for me oh sure you're going to be up on stage there and they won't be bothered on you like yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it like. no
1: no i did i never did i never did and and when i started to get the confidence first I was just thriving. Everything was just fantastic. Like, and I I just absolutely love. I just love what I do. There's, there's no other way I can put it. It's just, it's something that I, I always saw myself going down a musical route, and then country music just, really sat, with me, and it's, it's, I've stuck with it, and I love
0: it. And you're stuck in it now, and that's it. We won't forget you anytime soon.
1: No, because because you're no. booked for gigs next year, so
0: uh, <laughs> you'll be knocking yeah. around till next year anyway. <laughs> um, so your granddad obviously had a big influence on you, and as I you said, your your family are so supportive. So that was your first single, and that brings us up to your. So you had your album release as well, and you've just released a song there. The video came out in June, so yeah. you've been busy recording. It's it's been since COVID, like you have been busy.
1: Yeah, like I've been flat out. So the album came out. Um. April last year, and that's done very well for me. And I embarked on a tour then with the lovely Dominic Corwin across England and Scotland last year and and brought the album with me. And it just, and it was all a mixture of songs. I wanted to uh, suit everybody's ear. I wanted to suit an older generation and I wanted to suit a younger generation. So I had Shania Twain and I had Tammy Minnette and Willie Nelson and Bobby Helms and just different artists you know and, and had the Judds on it and it done it's done very very well for me and then January gone out then I started recording with Winter Rose up in Valley Rose Media and uh, yeah we recorded I heard it from my heart the latest single and I came across actually somebody actually sent me that song uh, Patsy Hayes lives out just literally 10 minutes out the road from where I live And he sent me over this song. Now, it was really old. Amy Comax is the name of the the woman who sang the song. And she was 21. And she released her debut album. And unfortunately, she actually passed away in a car accident not long after. So she actually never got to perform. This was the only song she ever got to perform live. And so Pat sent me over that song. And I said, I had another song in mind of what I was going to record. Completely different than to this one. And uh, I just sat down and listened to it. And I said, God, that's good. That's good. And I sent it on to Wayne and Wayne said, I think that's it. And he said, that's a good one. Yeah. And I said, right, okay, we'll go with that then. So I learned it, went up and recorded it and I got the final rendition of it then in May and I went, oh my God. I said, Wayne Therose is a genius. That's all I'll say. Is The way he's able to uh, like, put songs together and they sound, it sounded so old, it was so old sounding, and he just made it into a now, nowadays song, like it was just fantastic, but it's after doing really well, you know, for me, when number one there on iTunes when it was released as well, and the airplay is fantastic on it, the video was done in Cowboys and Heroes this year, and uh, big thanks to Jared Butler and all the uh, people involved in that too, for allowing me to do that, that was fantastic, that's, Cowboys and Heroes has been one of the highlights of my career for the last. Yeah, it's it's really a fantastic festival, I have to say.
0: It is. It's one of the best for dancers and and singers, you know, oh, God, it, covers, yeah, it covers everyone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's unreal. I love it now.
0: You can tell you love the song because you're just you seem to just obsessed with it. It's brilliant. You can just be it in the way you're talking about it. It's great yeah. and it's a great video as well. Um, so you can definitely go and check that out on Spotify and YouTube, and the video is up since right, yeah. um you've done the recording at Cowboys. But you were you were gigging at Cowboys as well, so you were actually quite busy that weekend, I suppose. Obviously, you had your slot, but you also had to get your video done as well. So um, yeah, that was, it was for very the weekend.
1: busy. Yeah, yeah, I was very busy, and and that actually that bank holiday weekend of June is actually probably my busiest weekend out of the entire year. It's because I'm all the way down in Ballydehob and County Cork Friday and Saturday at a festival, and then I'm heading up to Leitrim down for Cowboys and Heroes, and then I'm heading over to Monaghan on Monday for the Holy and Blaney with Raymond Waters, and yeah, and then I'm back home then for another gig of a Tuesday night, and you know it's it's mad that weekend is mad, but yeah, it's 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 a great thing though, and Cowboys and Heroes is a fantastic. It's full of. Uh, different age groups as well, which you're able to play your old songs or play your new songs. But yeah, it was a busy day, and everybody, <laughs> I felt very awkward because everybody was just looking at me like, "Who's this girl recording a video?" Like, do you know that that's hard way? And I was like, "Wait, you see it now when it comes out?" <laughs> It'll know? be great. It'll be great, and yeah. it was great.
0: It all turned out really, uh, really I'm good. Well
1: now. Steve Bloor Dan Lord did um Steve's son Dan did did the video on, and I have to say, fantastic job.
0: Yeah, no, they're both great lads. um, And they're all from up this way, you know, they're all from up west the west and the So uh it's, That's right.
1: And yeah. Wayne as well.
0: So it's a good track up actually for you to come up to Wayne. Did you do it all in one day or was it an, to, uh, an, an overnighter or was it a few spins up? Uh,
1: No, I I did it in the one day. So it's actually a two and a half hour drive and a two and a half hour Perfect. drive back. So it's not too bad, actually, when you think yeah. about it. You're off the motorway really yeah. where we are. And it's and uh, but no, in the one day and and it was it was great to see the drum track was down, so Keelan McGowan played drums on the track, and he put the drum track down. So he was following Wayne on the piano, then and <laughs> the drums. And it was my first time recording that way, like from scratch. I've always just recorded with tracks and stuff like that, but I made a decision to up a bit of quality and try appeal to you know younger a younger generation now um. but yeah my followers I just have to say a quick thanks to them because they're absolutely fantastic and the dancers I don't know how to do it <laughs> <laughs> well everyone keeps going so that's, that's a good oh, sign I don't know how to do it they don't leave the floor I'm I'm telling you in Tinnahili now they won't leave the floor for the first band to the last band they will not leave the floor and I just have to admire that because it's they're, they're the people who get you where you are, is the ones down there.
0: Well, the I find
1: that
0: to me. I find the dancers down your way are absolutely nuts. When oh, I mad. used to go dance and we're talking probably, I, like I've obviously always been dancing. But Ten years ago, we would have said, oh, the Northerners got their stone mad and they're wired. And now it's like, no, it's the Southerners like Carlow, <laughs> Wexford, Wicklow nuts like oh, man. it's just so funny how there's been a total like shift in the different um i suppose the different areas of dance but we used to say the northerners were wild no they've got nothing oh, on man. southerners oh, it's like it's, mad, like. it's so funny it's
1: crazy it is yeah oh, it's fantastic oh it's great to see and it's great yeah. to see i actually uh seen i think he was only could have been 10 or 11 And his sister was dancing as well, and she was only 12 or 13. It's so nice to see youngsters coming up and jiving. And I do be looking at them and I singing like, oh, my God, that is brilliant. Like, you know, it's fantastic. And brothers and sisters
0: dancing together as well. That's a (laughs) novelty.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, you wouldn't see me and
0: my brothers dancing. No, and neither would you see mine and my bro. No, they wouldn't happen. It's uh, yeah, no, it wouldn't be happening. But um, be the arm apart dance. <laughs> just apart. Just no, it'd be line dancing where you wouldn't have to go yes. near them or touch them. That's yeah. what it would be. That's right. Oh well, there's I've loads more questions for you, but I couldn't ask you because I wanted to keep them until the quick fire round because I have that ready to go and I told you about it at the start so I have 10 or 12 questions here um, and just one or two answers, if you're badly stuck we'll let you do two answers but um, we'll just see what happens, see what comes out of it Um, so here is the quick fire round with Stacey, so who is your favourite American country music singer? Shania Twain easy, that was quick, you're you're going to be great at this, what is your favourite song to sing? Raw Line by Bobby Helms Okay, we'll all have to go and look that one up now. Yes. Do you prefer to play a jive or a waltz or like an upbeat or a slower song?
1: Oh, that's tough now. Depends on the crowd, I will say. But I love j- jive. Yeah, a jive Okay. I'm Good
0: right. live, you Okay. Okay, yeah. next one. Very important. Can you dance? Yes. Good. I can jive
1: and I can line dance and I can waltz and quick step. My nanny, when we were small, taught us all how to do that. So,
0: yes, I think sense. you are the first person on this podcast that has confidently told me, yes, 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 and yes. I can do all of them. Rarely yeah. does a singer come on here and tell me that they can. <laughs> so well, I'm loving the confidence. <laughs> and my nanny told me as well. So I know how, how special that is to have grown up with it because people oh, yeah. always people would often ask me, well, where did you learn how to dance? And I'll say I wasn't I didn't learn. I was just pulled out and done it with nanny. And that was it. I didn't know what he-
1: that was the same with us. Nanny yeah. got us up and see, I was always taught the man part. And um, Nanny then, I started going dance lessons Then after Nanny was teaching us. And I said, I wanted to learn how to do the woman part and the jive and stuff like that. So I, I'm i actually able to do both now. <laughs> so it's fantastic.
0: That is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's a brilliant way to do it. And it's uh, even an additional plus to know how to do the man and the woman. Yeah. Um, who is your favourite Irish country music singer?
1: Uh,
0: the Harbaugh. Oh, you're quick on that ball Tell you. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: Um, do you prefer a concert or a dance? A dance. Over oh, a dance. Would you, would you do many concerts?
1: Yeah, like with Dominic last year, I did all concerts. Actually, it's kind of 50-50 on them, you know, because concerts you're able to sit back and and they're, all, they're listening to you. So you're able to do the likes of I Can't Stop Loving You or Help Me Make It Through the Night. Those slow, intimate songs. And then you're also able to throw in a bit of Good Heart of Woman or something like, you know. But but the dance, it's just the atmosphere the dancers give you when you're up on stage. It's, it's the adrenaline that pumps through you when you see dancers dancing because I do jump up and down on stage and everything when I do see dancers. You yes, may I come to one of my shows. Some... Anybody who's listening, just come see me. That's all I'll say. <laughs> well, I'm the energy, the <laughs> I can feel the
0: energy, and you're not even singing to me, you're just talking. <laughs> so, yeah, you're yeah, you need to get to a gig. So, speaking of gigs, what's your favorite venue to gig in?
1: Uh, the Shearwater and Balance yeah, What woman? The Jiving Championships. I've never seen anything like the Jiving Championships gone out. Oh my god, if you want to go see Jiving at its best. Go down to the Shire Water.
0: You might enter you know? next year.
1: I might, you know, you never know. I might, I might be in the double double drive. You never know.
0: You might. So if anyone's looking for a partner for next year's <laughs> driving championship, Stacey, yeah. Stacy needs someone. So <laughs> yeah, you can send you can send all the names on to me, and uh, we'll go through them then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Who is your biggest fan? My late grandad was my biggest fan. Yeah, he was. He was it. He was the person I went to when I recorded songs, his name is Kevin. And when I recorded any song, I'd always go up to granddad's and I'd sit down and I'd say, right, do you want to listen to no songs or recorded? And he'd put the thumbs up. He had motor neurons disease, so he couldn't speak. And he'd put the thumbs up and, and I'd say, right then let's listen then. And we'd listen to it and he'd go, he'd put the thumbs down if he didn't like it. And he'd put the thumbs up if he liked it. But I have to say he was a fantastic singer in his day. And, he was the man who taught me how to order and all that. And he had a fantastic ear for music. So I always took his advice on board. And he was, he never missed a gig. He never missed a gig when I started. So he was my biggest fan.
0: Oh, that's a lovely story. And is yeah. it him? Was it you, the nanny that taught you to dance? Were they the same? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were the couple fans. Wow. love we're that. Married,
1: yes. We're that's
0: right. so lovely. That's so lovely. Yeah. Um. Do you play, you play... Well, sorry. There's me giving the answer away because I know what. You <laughs> play. Do you play any instruments other yes, than the I guitar? I play
1: guitar, guitar. Anything else? Uh, I can tune out loud. Tune on the bow around there. I've one hanging up in the room. Here, yes, but... you might my guess
0: that's the end? but I'll uh, tell a routine there. i yeah,
1: a quite good bower player. Let me tell you.
0: We we'll have a duet. Uh,
1: yeah, or, I play guitar and play a small bit of piano, but it wouldn't be, wouldn't be great. Like a bash out a few cards if I had to like you know and if, if I'm doing a bit of songwriting or something you know but yeah guitar mainly would be
0: Could very stay. very good um what's your favorite song to sing but maybe you answered that already when I asked you what your favorite country song was
1: favorite song to sing oh my I actually have a medley that I love doing so it's actually Mike English rock and roll medley so it goes sweet little rock and roller and what I did for Maria and into high five for Long Island and hands or hands up, baby, hands up. I love singing that, love it at the it's, end of every good show. Slosh medley. Good slosh meddling, good slosh meddling, yeah.
0: Um, tell us something we don't know about you.
1: Uh, uh, something that people actually don't know about me I'm allergic to peanuts. Nobody knows that. <laughs> Nobody knows that about me, only like close family members. Well, it's good that and we
0: do know, so we're not going up to let you dance. Here, I but... carry,
1: I carry an EpiPen with me. So if you ever see me collapse underground, you may come jab a pen into the side of my leg. Like... <laughs> so Stacey
0: comes with a warning. You'll have to have a little sign for the stage that just says <laughs> yeah. warning.
1: Yeah. Away. I and I only found out through the lockdown. Yeah. Oh. Mad. How yeah. did you find so out? I've always been like I never liked peanuts. I always stayed away from them even when I was small. And I sat up in Nanny's one night and I was dying for a bowl of cornflakes. And see, do you know the like the plastic containers you get and you put the cereal in the plastic containers? So that's what nanny always did I was growing up. So I went and she said, Oh, there's cornflakes there, you can have a bowl. And so and but I didn't know that they were actually crunchy nut cereal. Yeah, so I had a really, really bad reaction and I didn't have the epipen at the time either. But man, our carers, so they said, take an antihistamine, do something. And it actually worked. The antihistamine worked, and um, but I had to go get my bloods and all taken. Then um, the week after, and I was allergic to every single nut under the sun when they came back. So I can't really. I have to be very careful no matter where they go. But yeah, it's 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 not nice.
0: No, it's tough <laughs> enough, and it's tough enough, especially to have found out midlife, like because you you obviously have to cut out a lot of foods. Oh, had
1: cut, cut out like you know, like chocolate bars and stuff. Like the only chocolate I can kind of like keep down, like and it's okay as a galaxy plain galaxy chocolate bar. Like you know, the rest like you can you can just taste the peanut flavor after. I like so I just stay away from like you know. But yeah, it was mad crazy. That's it was. hard.
0: That is hard. Yeah. But um, fair play. To you. It doesn't sound like but yeah. Good. That's it's... something
1: that nobody knows about. There me, we like... go. The oh.
0: whole world knows now.
1: Oh, lovely!
0: <laughs> that's your big secret. Um, so there you go. That's all your. That's all the questions done. You didn't do oh, really too bad at all.
1: But I wasn't too bad. No, I thought it was going to be. A lot there was only really
0: one or two that got you most. Oh, some people yeah. find it awful hard. You were fairly on the ball. Um, yeah, I found them quite good questions. So, but no. well. well, that's good to hear. <laughs> and I, yeah. oh well, they're the ones I ask everyone. So, um, Yeah. So there we go. So that was the quick fire. round. so. I think we've everything thrashed out now and we're doing well for two women that I've never met but I suppose that's usually yeah. beauty when you can talk when you can talk Absolutely. it's not a problem
1: oh I can talk for Ireland even if I didn't know you I'd talk to ears off you that's what everybody says about me
0: well it makes so. for a good podcast that's for sure so,
1: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's all it's all good yeah. um and obviously people can find
0: you on Facebook Instagram um and all your songs are on Spotify and your videos are I up as heard. well on YouTube. So all yeah. you have to do is search the name and they'll find you there somewhere and which, um your lovely style and I know um you'd be sharing different bits about your makeup and your uh different style and your different outfits, which I think is good because there's no point pushing music, music, music all the time. And it's all No, absolutely.
1: Anywhere. I agree with you. It's it's something that uh, I never thought of myself doing either. Um but Lots of people, actually, before we start, before we did the podcast, I I was actually sitting here with the guitar doing like snippets of different songs. So I was doing like some Luke Combs and I was doing some Derek Ryan. Like and throughout the course of the couple of weeks now, I'll upload every so often. Like, but yeah, people are asking for like uh, different like fashion things, like different blazers, like, you know, the TikToks you see where you're like, you can swipe and you're into a different blazer and you swipe again, you're into a different one. The transitions or whatever you call yeah. them, I see. I wouldn't be great either. <laughs> like I'm terrible, like. But um, yeah. I actually don't mind doing them, and I actually quite like when people ask me to do them because, uh, because if it, if it helps them, then I'm happy to do it. Like you know, yeah. The next thing people have asked me to do now is my hair. Yeah. Do my hair. So, what I use for my hair and all this. So stay tuned. That'll be it, coming soon. It'll be Hopefully. up soon. It
0: won't be up for this weekend because it mightn't last. The hair yeah. mightn't last for this weekend. So it'll be next week or the week after. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we won't worry too much about this weekend. Um. So that's it really. I think we've thrashed all things out. It's been a pleasure to have you on and to chat to you well, and get to know you. Me. And I will see you at Tullo. Um, yes. Yeah, actually, I got a missed call from them there while I was recording with you. I can see (laughs) Shane's name popping up here on the screen. So um, special shout out to Shane at the Tullow Show. And I know David James really well as well. So I'm really looking forward to um, coming down to Tullow and uh, meeting yourself and have a great day. Hopefully the weather will be a little bit better. Please God,
1: everyone say a prayer.
0: (laughs) That's it, please God. So look, um, thank you so much again, as I said, and the best of luck in the future and with all your different gigs. And uh, listeners, make sure you go and check out her social media page. and. as always, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast again. Series five, episode three already. And I have some more great artists and dancers and dance teachers coming up over the next few weeks. So thank you so much for tuning in. And um, Stacey, thank you again.
1: Thank you very much, Sandra. Pleasure. So we'll thank
0: talk you. to you all soon, guys. Thanks a million. Stay safe. Mind yourselves. on.